My last call, Hail Mary, Prescott, touchdown, eh? Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get my bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying, wow. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's time for the In Off the Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Cross. And once again, coming back on the show, he's becoming a regular. He is our guest anchor, Dylan Hale. Uh, I'm glad to have Dylan on. It gives us some good perspective and good insight on these midweek sessions with these JUCO stars. But guys, we got episode five titled Boys to Men. And I'm not talking about the end of the road and all that good mushy R&B stuff. I'm talking about dudes that have straight up grown up to be just outstanding stand-up guys, men. Um, you know, I can't wait to bring them on. So, you know, it's, it's going to be juicy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be action-packed, but it's good to bring back on the show Holmes Community College baseball star Alex Freelman and Itawamba Community College stud Connor Gardner. Connor, Alex, gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Doing pretty good. Man, it is really good to hear y'all's voice. And for those that are listening, I can actually see their faces. They're clean shaven. They got some fresh cuts, man. I mean, you guys are, are have been prospering since the last time we've talked to you. Um, you know, I, I really want to get into your season and what you guys have been up to. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted to at least talk pro baseball with you guys first, uh, since it is opening day. But before we get to that, I, I, I was brought some things were brought to my attention. There's a lot of smack talk that's been going on. And, and I, I get it. You guys all play, you know, Juco, same conference. Like there's a lot going on. But Connor, I, I'll, I'll direct this to you, man. Like, I feel like they're, they're beating you down a little bit, bro. Yeah, they always kind of come at me for that but I mean when you're in the like when you're in seventh place in the league in the last place there's not much to really talk about, honestly so very very true first, so you're good those are are wise words but you know Pharrell I, I will I, I do got a bone to pick with you a little bit not so much with you but your boy Dylan frilly dilly you know one half of that connection I think he's got a new best friend, man. How's that? How's that make you feel? Man, I I don't even know anymore. It it hit me tonight. I didn't know until tonight. Man, that was a gut punch, wasn't it? Was it was like an uppercut from the ground up. I mean, Daniel, look how he treats us. I mean, we're able to talk about him right now because he's running behind. I know it's 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 a good thing we can like Frill is facing us because if he if his back was to us, we could still see that knife in it from Dylan, man. But, guys, uh, with opening day upon us, like, you know, I went to turn on the, on the TV. This is how, how busy I've been today. I didn't even know that uh, the Nationals game, which is what I was planning on watching, they, they got canceled for COVID. But, you know, with the exception of that, there are some baseball games on. There's a, a couple that are coming on here in a little bit tonight. But, you know, I'll start with you. 
uh, Connor, who is your team? Who do you follow as far as pro baseball goes? Uh, I'm a big, like, Braves fan since I was a kid, um, just because my dad knew uh, the manager there at the time, and I like to – we went to their ballparks probably three or four times, and I've been following them really well. So I'm, I would say I'm a big Braves fan so far. So do the Braves have enough in the tank to win it all? I think they do, but, I mean, it's basically the same team as last year, but I think we have more, like, you have Austin Riley that's there now. They got more experience and some young guys and stuff for their, uh, in there. So They got a pitcher from Daniel's squad. So I know they got better. What they get, Morton? Yeah, big time, Charlie Morton. So, so answer this for me. If if you had to make a bet, let's let's say you, you had to pick two teams to put all your money on to go to the World Series, who are you picking? I'm probably doing Dodgers and. Probably Braves or Yankees because the Yankees are looking really, really good so far. So let's take the Dodgers out of the equation because I, I think that's that's the easy pick. I'd say the Yankees, another easy pick. Let's take the two big markets out of it. Who, who are you taking? Probably... I mean, the Padres signed a lot of guys over the offseason. I think they could probably have, like, a winning streak and uh, stuff like that uh, in the NL West. But you can put the Padres in that equation. The Rays are always really good. Their pitching staff is unreal. So, I think probably Rays and Padres, honestly. That's a great answer. I like both of those. Big fan. Big fan of that answer. Frill. Um same question. Well, who's the team you follow and who, who you got going going to the World Series? I've always been a big Cardinals fan. I always grew up watching them. My dad lives in St. Louis, so every time I go up in the summer, we go watch a few games. And honestly, I would I was gonna say the Dodgers too, but he said take them out of the equation. So I don't know. I'd like to see the Cardinals run for this year, honestly. They just got that big uh, pickup, Arenado. Yeah, as a utility guy, you got to love seeing that the guys on the corners with Arenado and Goldsmith. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's crazy is that anytime, like, I, I talk baseball a lot, so anytime I ask somebody this question and I say, well, you know, the Cardinals are going to win it all, like, the Cardinals have, have created this aura and this, I guess, a reputation that anytime you say the Cardinals can or will win it all, it's very believable. Like there's, there's no, no, you know, I think that they're, they're the team that really, I mean, one of the few that you say will, will be there and have a chance to win and people always believe it because they, they, they're just legit. They're solid up and down. I mean, um, the Braves used to have that that moniker. They're starting to get it back. They're starting to play. Um, but it's to me like it's hard to pick anybody other than than the Dodgers right now because they're just so good, so good, so many, so much depth. I mean, when you're taking guys like David Price and saying, "Hey, bro, like I think you're going to be in the bullpen, dude," like that's that's saying something. So. 
Um, it's been it's been quite a quite a bit of time since we we got to last talk and and Pharrell, I want to I want to get an update with you, man. Talk to me about Holmes. Uh, what's your what's y'all's record? Where do you guys stand in the conference? And you know what, what's the outlook moving forward? Well, as of right now, I believe we're in like a rebuilding stage. You know, we got a good team. We haven't really got that many wins, but at the end of the day, we've been playing pretty good. We just, you know, pitching is either on one game and then hitting's off the next, and vice versa, making the little simple errors and mistakes, but. As of right it, now, we're – I believe it's like five and 16 or 17, maybe more. It's been a rough year, but – So, let me let me ask you this, and, and this is this is really the perspective and the insight that, that people want to hear, especially, you know, kids that – you know, we have parents that listen and, like, they let their kids listen. And, like, what, what do you – take away like how do you keep motivated you, you guys obviously you say you're rebuilding you're five and 16 but like how do you stay motivated to like go out and like try to get better and just just win games because I, I know at some point it, it gets to be you're like damn man like nothing is like going right for us right now I mean yeah it's rough but like at the end of the day you just got to keep going because you never know when this game could be taken away from you very good point. And, and you're, you're playing from, from everything that I see, you're batting 312, got five homers, 19 RBIs. Uh, it seems like you're seeing the ball well. You're feeling pretty good. Uh, is that the case? Um, how are you seeing the ball? What's it looking like? How are we doing defensively? I mean, I've been going up and down at the plate. Like one game I'll do really good. Maybe the next game I won't do too hot. But, I mean, that's baseball. Uh, defense has been pretty solid for the most part. I mean, I've had – a few hiccups, but that's everybody. And you got five homers on the year, and three of them came in one game. Like, what a day! Like, when you, I, I gotta know, like, when you woke up, like, what was your, what was your day like? What did you do? And did you try to replicate that day every single day after that? No, because that's just one of those things that I feel like it's a one day thing. It just happens. Uh, you know, I went to that day. Oh, that can't see. Dylan Hale is is got a highlighter, and he's taking notes on everything you're saying right now. <laughs> yes, sir. So, so I, I think I, I cut you off because I, I wanted to make sure he was listening, and I, I need you to repeat, like, what's the process for a guy to hit three home runs in a game? <laughs> and I just treated it like it was there, like any other day. Go in, take BP. Do in and out and just get ready for the game. Daniel, I think I heard that the story came full circle. I think the day that Frill hit three home runs, that morning he found out that Dylan said Peyton was his best friend. Mm. No, that's Cap. I never said that, Jim. You're making up stuff now. <laughs> see, see now, now, now y'all know how Connor feels when y'all are, are, are trying to diss that man through text. So we're going, we're going to get to that, Dylan. Don't worry. But <laughs> – why really? is it all y'all picking on me? Come on, yeah, now. because there's some fuel. I'm trying to I'm trying to throw the grenade and walk away because I heard, Alex, I heard that there's a big a, a, a big game coming up. You guys are playing Northwest, so um, despite your 
good or bad or whatever this relationship is now with with Dylan does this game do you want to win this game more because he plays on that team or is it just a conference game and you're like man I just want to go out and win a little bit of both I mean of course you want to play good against your buddies you always want to beat them I mean why not why I have the uh, bragging rights right yeah I think you guys should have a yeah note it's not a conference game so yeah, it's, it's not a, it's, it's non-conference. It's a, snow, it's a snow makeup game. A snow makeup game. So so you guys don't play in the same conference. No, I mean we've already had our conference game. Oh, but this, okay. Yeah. A snow makeup game. Okay. All right. Well who who went who's winning? You said it's a split? Mm-hmm. Yeah. La- so, yeah, last series we uh we won the first game, they won the second game. So this is a rubber match. I think you guys. Yeah. I think I think we should come up with some type of gentleman's wager for this game. I'm down. I mean, sure. oh, wait, who's pitching, Dylan? Uh, it's, I mean, it's just going to be a field day tomorrow. I mean, they 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 have a script out for pitching. Um, it's like this pitcher has two innings. This pitcher has two innings. I mean, it's just like they're just going to let everybody get their reps in tomorrow. So I, I couldn't really tell you. Hmm. Well. Roman said he's definitely getting his reps in tomorrow. Don't worry. Yeah, so. yeah, he better. Hey, I, I, I was rooting for him whenever he's playing. I was hoping he hit a bomb off of us. No, like no lie. As as long as it didn't affect the the a win or a loss, you, you want you want your buddies to do well, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. So so tell me about Jacob Jacob Duncan Froze. How's he doing? Is he getting some reps? I uh, I mean. He's coming. He came in at a rough year with like the COVID year and all that. We we got those uh those third years and stuff. And uh, I mean, he's getting shots here and there, like being able to come in and pitch hit for the most part. But uh, as of right now, that's just his role, and he's taking every shot or yeah, doing whatever he can whenever he gets a shot. So, what's your what's a typical day looking like for you? Um, Let's say it's a game day, so tomorrow um, you wake up, you, you you do some class. Well, maybe not tomorrow, but you know you you go do some cage work. Do you do you wait until BP prior to the game? Like like what what's the process to prepare for tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we're on the road, so we're going to Centobia tomorrow. So probably just wake up, eat some breakfast, get a shower. Always got to listen to my pregame music in the room. Try to just wake up and just get on the bus and get ready, get game ready. So, what is what is a a, a morning pregame music session look like? What are we uh, listening it's, to? It's just a bunch of stuff, honestly. Anywhere from Young Dolph, Drake, all them guys, okay. Kevin Gay, anybody. Hundred shots, Young Dolph. Yeah, that's my that's my song right there. <laughs> Daniel. Dude, I got to tell you, man, Dylan is a trip. You know, he shows up late, and it's fixing to be my turn to talk to Connor. And this man just sent me a text that said, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he ain't looking at me. But, you know, <laughs> it's it's all good. Connor, man, you've been waiting your turn. All right, so it's been a while since we talked to you, and we know that we've been talking about the standings. We know where Itawamba stands. Let's talk about your team as a whole before we get into you individually, man. How are y'all doing? We're doing uh, really well right now. Um, we're just staying really hot just uh, in conference. I think we're 
uh, I think 12 and four in confidence right now. We've just been doing strong. Um, Pitson's been doing really well. We have a lot of great players that are hitting like they should be right now. So everything's just kind of working out. I hear you. And so we know a lot of the, the trash talk was because you struggled out the gate. That was what the boys were messing with you about. But it seems like your average is coming up. You did get that first bomb out. You know, how are you feeling right now individually? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, um, beginning of the year, I mean, I was doing not too hot and everything. And then I went uh, back to having a little bit of slump, but getting back into it felt uh, really well. I think the home run uh, helped a lot just to stay confident and uh, keep swinging it and stuff like that. So I think we got, uh, I don't know, about seven more dates left of baseball. So we got plenty of baseball left for uh, anything to happen. So I feel really comfortable right now uh, on the plate and in the box and stuff. Well, and that's the thing, regardless of how you're doing in the box, what I've learned is the catcher is the backbone of the team and how you're playing defensively matters more than offensively. Obviously you want to do well in both, but um, I imagine with you starting the majority of the games, you're clearly doing your job behind the plate. You know, how's that going overall? It's going really well. Um, behind the plate, like you said, is one of the biggest deals in baseball thoroughly. And uh, as of right now, I'm helping our pitchers out with strikes and helping them with runners on base and walking up balls and stuff. I think I've been doing really, really well with uh, everything I've been doing. So. So since I haven't been able to, you know, watch you guys play and I'm not familiar with your roster like I am Northwest as a catcher, give me the name of a pitcher that is just having a great year for y'all, somebody that you just really love to catch for. Uh, my favorite pitcher is probably Will Armstead. He's a, he's a you want to say COVID freshman or sophomore, whatever you want to call it, but um, he's in my class and he's our uh, game one on Saturdays and He's been doing really well. He has a, a electrifying fastball with a crazy curveball. It's, it's insane how he can throw it for a strike or throw it in dirt and everything. So I love catching him. He always trusts me with calling pitches and stuff. So he uh, loves doing it. And he's been rolling for the past like three, four conference games he's been pitching. Do you, do you call call pitches or does the coach call the pitches from the dugout? I, I uh, do the pitches for uh, Will, and then sometimes I catch Brady Davis during the weeks, and sometimes he wants Coach Carter to call it, and sometimes he wants me to call it, just however he feels. Does does Coach ever, like, bring you to the side and, like, get in your ass because he, he wanted something, but you called something and it didn't work out? Not really. I mean, he'll call my name and give me a pitch or something like that, but most of the time when I call it, the pitcher doesn't do too hot or do bad at all. So usually goes works out really well. Do you ever have to call time and go out to the mound and like let the pitcher have it and like tell him like get his stuff together? I have one time this year, but <laughs> after that he's been doing good. So I think I'll leave it at that. So I got a question for you. You know, we've had Wesley Sides on from uh, East, and then we've talked to a lot of the guys from Northwest, and we've asked them during conference play who they felt like was, you know, outside of saying yourself, because that's naturally what you say, but who's the best team they felt like they faced? We've gotten two answers. We've either gotten Pearl River or East Central. Um, for you, is it either of those teams or is it someone else? Yeah, I think uh, we haven't faced Pearl River yet. We uh, heard about them and everything, and um, we play them next Saturday. So I think that will be a big game since they're in first place and everything. But we have played East Central, and they're uh, 
they're a really good team. They can really swing it really well. And one through nine, I mean, there's not one part of the batting order that just can't uh, swing at all. Their pitching staff is good. They have really good pitchers. So it's basically just a war, just who can do better that day. And um, I think East Central is a really, really hot and good team right now. And then we'll see how Pearl River is. Dylan, it's that time, bro. You got to give me an update. How's, uh, how's, the, how's this week going? I know that I was busting your balls to start. You know I got love for you. Just doing yeah. that because I like you. But but seriously, um, how are we doing this week? This week was good. Um, just like every other episode, I mean, I made some more adjustments in the, in the cage. I hit with Selby last night. And uh, he gave me some key references and, like, key points, like, to think about while I'm hitting – um, one of them that stood out to me was like sometimes I find myself trying to lead my barrel to the ball, which causes my barrel to to be in and out of the zone really fast. So he, I mean, I mean it's like ten year old stuff, but um, we worked on like seeing how far I can get my hands out into the ball, like to the ball that causes that whip action to to cause um, backspin. So that's one thing we worked on. Oh, uh, we actually got on the field today a little bit. Had some chaos BP. Other than that, though, it's been pretty good. Just been chilling. Killed a turkey this morning. Nice. Went congrats. That's... Yeah, went went turkey hunting this morning. First bird. So did that you, was pretty cool. Did you call it in or somebody else did? No, I got my buddy, uh, Latham Hill, uh, Austin Riley's cousin. Uh, he, he went with me. We went out on my land and uh, worked him for about three hours. And finally, one walked up to us and I – Shot its head and it was dead. So. Got him. Got him. <laughs> and he rhymed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. You said that you were basically you were getting some some instruction and, and some just talking about hitting, and you you mentioned that it was like basic stuff. I mean, yeah. it, I feel like sometimes you especially at the plate, you can overcomplicate what you need to do and overthink it. Is yeah. that what was going on? And you just needed to be reeled back in and go, all right, like, this is simple. This is stuff that I, I know I can do. Um, so let me just try this. Yeah, Selby, um, he's a really – I mean, I, I hit with Taylor Morton on my on my uh, offseason time, and he's a really intricate hitting coach. Like, he likes to get into depth with it, which I like to do that too because I'm a type of – I'm a type of player like I like to I like to take in as much knowledge as as, as I can about any given um, category that I'm that I'm focusing on. But Coach Selby, he's just like he, he's more of an in-season hitting coach because he's just a real simple hitting coach. He just hands to the ball, stay back, and catch the ball out in front, and he doesn't he doesn't try to make you overthink. But um, in the off season, I, I kind of like to overthink a little bit. Just to just to get my work in and, and get the feel for it, and I don't have any live live pitch in the face or anything to prove, so I like to get my work in. But I mean, as an individual, I I mean, I, some people say I'm a head case, but I just like to take in as much knowledge as possible about whatever I'm trying to learn about. So I mean, there's no fault in that. I mean, as long no. as you can, as long as you understand when you need to reel yourself back in, I think it's always good to to try to go out there and learn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's that's with any walk of life, no matter what you're doing. But uh, you guys are sitting middle of the road. Like, let's be honest. Obviously, it's it's not like where you want to be, but 
Is there, nah. is there potential to still win a conference or win a conference tournament or move forward? Or are you guys um, just playing to, to try to develop and get better? So JUCO is whoever, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Connor and Alex, JUCO is the team with the best record by the end of the year are the state champions of the JUCO league. But we're not, we're not, we kind of veered off from that just because our record, I mean, it kind of, kind of fell off. But we're more focused now on trying to sit four or five seed and try and um, host a regional at our home field because that our coaches is, our coaches are um, emphasizing like that's a, that's a, that's a big priority that we need as a team to, to, to get the home field advantage. So we're really just focused on that right now. Gotcha. So, um, you know, you Jim tells me that you that you're gonna head to Starkville uh, here soon to, to check yeah. out a game. Yeah. So if if you know, and last that we talked, you you're still looking for places to play, uh, and obviously it would probably be anybody's dream to play at Mississippi State. But if you had the op opportunity to talk to or pitch yourself to Coach Lamonis, what would what would you tell him? What do you what would you offer? Oh man, I mean. I mean, any kid, any kid would love to go to state. Um, I mean, D one's the goal out of high school, out of JUCO. But um, I mean, if I got the chance to pitch myself to Lamonis in the in the in the future, I mean, I just, I mean, I just, I really honestly don't know what I'd say. I mean, I, I I'm a team player type guy. Like, yeah, I like to be on the field, but whatever's best for the team is what I'm all about. And whether I'm on or off the field, I'm just going to do what I can for the team. But I know if I'm on the field, I'm going to give, I mean, all I got always. So, Absolutely. You know, if, if I was you, I, I would go this route. I'd be like, look, coach. I hit, I hit bombs. <laughs> I, you you want to know about me? Just yeah. do what somebody else does. Ask the folks around you. Ask Cam. Ask Booker. Tell them. Tell them about me. And, and they'll, they'll tell you. They'll steer you right. And if yeah. you're not a believer by then, bring me out here. Let me show yeah. you. Yeah. Because right? I'm not going to fill your head with this. I'm a team guy. I, I'm going to work really hard because I know everybody's going to tell you that. And yeah. just, let me show you how I'm going to do that. That I mean, that really – I mean, that's all it takes is is that one at bat, that one catch, one set of eyes on you. I mean, at the right time, that's really all it takes in this world now. And – and knowing, I mean, knowing certain people can can help as well. Like for me, Coach Selby and um, Coach Carson, which they have a lot of connections. So I mean, it's really all about who you know and who's there that day. Absolutely. So, so you know, Jim said that you were you were grinding. You were in the gym. Uh, yeah. Where you before you came on, I, I gotta ask, were your shoes on or off? Uh, I had the Chuck Taylors on today, believe it or not. So shoes were on. Man, thank goodness. I mean, I bet you lifted yeah. harder, stronger, faster, and much more weight because you had shoes on. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I, I wasn't feeling it all that today, but I still I still got through it. So I think it's because I, I ate Mexican for dinner and it kind of slowed me down a little bit. Does the, the good old Cenotopia El Charo. This generation, y'all always got an excuse. Just yeah. own it and say you suck today, bro. Yeah, I suck today, honestly. 
I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Before we go to this or that, I'm going to give each one of y'all the floor because the group text was just way too good earlier. <laughs> and so, Dylan, I'm going to make you go last. I'm going to come back around to Frill. It's been the longest. Right. You know, is there any anything you want to say to clear the air? You know, y'all y'all took some shots at Connor. You know, Dylan, you know, whether he wants to own it or not, has moved on past you. You know, a lot of conference talk. Is, is there anything that needs to be said, Frill? Now, hold on. I, I think you need to give them the option to cut a promo on each other. <laughs> I mean, Ru WrestleMania is next weekend. Like, this is a chance, like, you you can apologize and, and show love and do all that gushy BS, or you can get in somebody tonight and just let them have it and, and, and shoot at the hip to them right now. Connor's fat and Alex's nose is big. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it ain't your turn. It ain't your turn. That's that's like that's like third grade stuff, man. I know, I know. I'm just messing. I love y'all. Frill. Now, hey, you know what? Now you, you should have a reason to say something. You you got yeah, the floor, cool. sir. I mean, I just don't get how like our friendship just ended like that over a podcast. It's, oh, it's fake, bro. It's fake. <laughs> Dylan, I gotta ask, man. We talked about it. Did you maybe get caught in the moment because that was when Peyton had six home runs in five games? Were you maybe a little starstruck? No, hey, believe, hey, I was just texting Alex over the phone. Believe it or not, me and Peyton haven't we haven't like really been hanging out that much. Um, uh, is it because I think, you I, I, I the starter? Okay. I, I'll uh, I'll put Peyton on blast. I think he's got a little boo thing now, so I think he's a little whipped. Oh, I heard it was because he sits at the starters table and you sit at the the reserves table. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the uh, I'm the guy that just plays one game, not both. So, mm. Alex, do you play both of every game? I do. Hey, I meant to ask you. I was going to ask you this earlier for everybody to know. Are you just playing third? Are you playing first? You catching? I mean, are you everywhere as usual? Uh, I'm actually playing first as of right now, and I'm still pitching a little bit. You know what I hey, you know what I'll reel it back in. Dylan was actually talking about how good you pitch on that same episode. If you if you want to get brought back up and then tore down, you can go check out that episode. He actually talks about how great a pitcher you are before yeah. he picks Peyton. So all right, Connor. It's you, man. You you know, they were really on you. And if and if you know <laughs> Daniel has any say about this, next time he sees it to them, it might be on. He might have to knock their heads around. You got anything you want to say? And not much to say, really. I mean, come on, Connor. They all mess. Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> they all mess with me and everything. I know I'm. I'm not big of a trash talk type guy, but I mean, Dylan always talks trash and everything, but always a yeah, little thing. He just keeps on do it. He just keeps on doing little things, and I mean, Connor, have you ever seen the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies? <laughs> <laughs> they said you're like that rowdy kid. That's what they told me. The the heavier set kid that's dorky. That's what they said. <laughs> that was that was word for word. You just gonna take this? We can't have this. We don't allow bullying in no, society. No, the problem is Connor is a very nice, well behaved Canadian. Exactly. But hey, if you were on the ice, you would you would absolutely rock them into the glass, right? Oh, all the time. But Dylan was on ice. I would make sure he didn't wake up next morning. Yeah, Dylan, you I, think you could play hockey? You seem like a gamer. No, not at all. I can barely even stand up on ice. I hear you. Well, now it's your turn. You've done made fun of everybody. You've done cut in on everybody's session. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? No, not really, man. Um, 
I just like like I said in the in the group chat at Connor, I'm just gonna let our bats do the talking, our one through nine at Northwest, whether I'm in or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be watching, and uh, may the best win. So, and Alex, I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Sounds good. <laughs> well, <clears throat> one more thing from the group text, and we'll go to this or that, Daniel. That you haven't been informed. I told them that I didn't think they could hit Brady Tiger. And uh, Dylan, no, no, Dylan no, said he'd wreck. No, he hey. said he'd wreck him. No, I was, I was messing, dude. He, he actually, uh, I think it was, I think it was my senior year. He, he, he struck me out. So I'm over one against him. He, he, oh. he's a real good. Dylan, if you don't think I'm an instigator, I talked to Josh Tiger like five minutes after. I told him Frill said he'd bunt, and I said you'd wreck him. So we're setting up a session, bro. There's no getting out of this now. We're videoing it. It's gonna be live. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I'm just. He struck me out. I think it was junior year uh, on a changeup, blowing in, made me look stupid. So, all right, boys. Well, we're gonna do this or that with new questions. Here is the order. It's gonna go Frill, then Connor, then Dylan. Y'all know the rules. You can't say neither. You can't say both. Y'all ready? Ready. All right. Who would win in a home run derby? Austin Riley or Blaze Jordan? I think Austin. All right. Let me – you know what? I was actually – I talked to them at the ball fields. They said I needed to phrase it this way. When they were in high school. Mm. So, then don't give Austin the pro advantage. Then probably Blaze. Yeah, I'm going Blaze. I'm, I'm going Blaze in high school. And would y'all all three say, but if it was now, y'all would all go Austin? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, so in the group text, I told y'all that Lewisburg took game one. Braden Sanders is on the mound. Game two for Lewisburg. Game three, it's Gage Haley, new Mississippi State commit. All right, who's taking this series with Lewisburg up one nothing? D.C. D.C. I mean, what question? What kind of I question? Mean, that, I mean, that's just that's – just... I didn't say who you want to win. I said who's going to win. I was hoping some honesty might come out because y'all know it's it's done. All right, DC. yeah, you said DC. Okay, we're all gonna be home here. We're not gonna keep it real. Got to right. keep it real. And unless y'all been sleeping under a rock, you have to be aware of what's going on for Vanderbilt. Obviously, Kumar Rocker in general last year, but this year as well as Jack Leiter um, with 16 straight innings of no hit baseball. If you could have one of them, just one on your team that you're on right now, which one would it be? I'd probably say Jack Lauder. Definitely Jack Lauder, for sure. I'd go Kumar. The thing about it is there's there's no bad answer, right? Yeah. I, I saw I saw Kumar my sophomore summer at Perfect Game and what well, he was 17 and I looked on the on the scoreboard, he threw a 98 mile hour fastball. I was blown away. All right. So now we're gonna get into friendships with SEC ball. If Mississippi State was playing Tennessee, Cam against Booker, you can only pick one. That's the fun in this game. Who are you taking? Uh, I'd probably pick Cam. I'm going Cam. Cam. All right. And I saved this last one. This question was used in the previous Frilly Dilly episode. We're going to come back to it. And, Connor, now you get to be a part of it. But, anyway – Who's better, Frill or Dill? Frill. 
Con- look at Connor's face. I'm going for real. Yeah. Bill, come on now. <laughs> Daniel, care, care to weigh in on their answers across the board? I, I would say, Dylan, you're starting to grow on me, bro. You, re- you really are. So I'm going to go Dill, but yeah. – hey, two. Hey, that's, that's two that's two against two. You're, you're the tiebreaker, Jim. Come on. Oh, I already know who Jim's going to be. I got it for real. All right, dude. Oh, hey, Alex, let's go. Real, real, uh, took, real took the W. What I, what I wanted to say is who whoever wins tomorrow, that's who I take. <laughs> All right. That's fair enough. True. What about uh, Daniel? You gonna you gonna go with them on the DC, or you gonna keep it true and say Lewisburg? Oh, dude! If anybody watched Brady Tiger, the three innings he pitched, he was mowing them dudes down. And to be honest, the the approaches and the swings, there was a lot of holes and a lot of swings. And I know that when you throw 95, 96, like the, as a high school kid, you you're, you're overmatched, but it's not the same DC team that you guys have been talking about. So just, just throwing that out there. So I'm sure half of them had not even seen like 90. Hey, let so. me ask you, let me ask you, you guys, cause Keegan just messaged me, Keegan James. Did y'all see the video he put out on Instagram with his, his pitching arsenal? Did y'all see the yeah. movement on all of those? Yes. Oh yeah. Could you hit him? You always seem confident. Could you hit him? I mean, I'm going to, yeah, I mean a fastball. The curveball looked filthy, but I, I'd give it. I'd give a shot on the fastball. Hey, can y'all make sure sure y'all pick them all up? Didn't catch that reference. All these names y'all keep dropping. Make sure y'all pick them all up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's that's what tonight's been. It's just a bunch of uh, uh, name drops and. Yes. You know, just so y'all know, the only names I drop are y'all's. So, because, like, I, I respect what y'all do. Y'all are grinding. Like, this is some of my most favorite times is when I get to talk to you guys because, like, I know, like, guys at the SEC level, they, they're they not complacent, but there's a little bit of them that is because they feel like they, they're, they've reached a point where they're at the top. Um, yeah, some of them are, are trying to aspire to play pro baseball, but like, there's nothing like the JUCO grind. And like, I was a JUCO player, so I know what it's like. And I, I, I can, like, I guess I can be on the same level with you guys. So I know what it's like. So I, I appreciate that grind and I respect it. So uh, before we get out of here, guys, uh, I'll start with you, Connor. Anything that you want to plug or promote social media next game where we can follow you? Uh, next game we play Tuesday at home against Cahoma, and then uh, I want to shout out my two buddies, uh, Lane Domino. He's a center footer for us. He just committed to um, Jacksonville State, and then uh, Kyle Carter. He just committed to Delta State from uh, ICC. So, so you tell your boy Kylan what what position does he play? Right now he plays second, but he's more of a first and pitcher. All right, well, I tell him I'm praying for him when he comes down here to the University of Tampa in a regional or or a super regional and they put it on him. So just 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 saying. I'll let him know. Uh, Frill, anything you want to plug or promote? 
Uh, tune in tomorrow, Northwest versus Holmes at their home home place. And uh, shout out to all the JUCO bandits out there. Keep Get grinding. It. Get it. Hey, Daniel, if, if you do get a chance to tune in, I think I told you this already, but Gary Darby, who used to do the Grizzlies, calls the Northwest games, and he is actually phenomenal. You know what I think about Gary Darby? <laughs> He's going back to Ole Miss with his, with his bad self. I'm just kidding. I, said, I, I can't remember who was talking about Gary Darby, and I said that. No, it wasn't Gary Darby. You're talking what? about sides, but it was the old Miss guy. Gary Darby was the Grizzlies, man. You you rocking oh, the wrong person. My bad. I thought Gary Darby was the guy. They probably know. Who's the, who's the guy who calls Ole Miss football games? Y'all from around here? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if it ain't, if it ain't got, got red laces on it, they, they don't know. They don't even know, which is good. All right, guys, we're, let's cut it. Let's get out of here. You guys got big days tomorrow. It's good Friday, and I hope for one of y'all it's going to be a great Friday. Or, well, for all of y'all, I hope it's going to be a great Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Easter. And uh, y'all better come back on. And, and you know, I hope the smack talking continues because that's some that's some good stuff. That was fun. Um, the challenge for you guys is, you know, Dylan and Frill went over 500 with their – Last episode, my man Connor went over 250. So, can y'all top the 500 episode? Which can be hard. He's a real, but I think we can do it. You got it. 501. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. I mean, listen to it three times instead of two this time. Between between three of us, I'm sure we know about 501 people. Plus, y'all need. need I saw your social media. You got that many followers there. Exactly. They need it. They need to get a payback, and uh, Austin passed them. I mean, I know he's a big leaguer and all, but y'all can't just be letting one guy pass the two of y'all. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. all it's all the the older bros that that are taking y'all down, man. What's up? I thought technology was y'all's thing. Shoot, Austin Riley's up to date with that technology on his on his hunts and stuff. I love I love his Instagram stories. And he Ed easily had to cheat to beat y'all. He emailed 800 yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Ed easily typed in every single address. Yeah. He didn't even, he didn't even have a mail list yet. He didn't even know and how that, to do that. That man made flyers, put them around South Hill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, careful, right, Daniel. I don't, I don't want Ed mad at us. Careful, careful. No, I, I like Ed. I mean, hey, and speaking of Ed, he was on – they were – talking good memphis local radio sports radio they were saying like he is like when it comes to baseball programs and development and just owning like the the competition and just the travel leagues in the mid-south he is the dude so shout out to ed easily man keep keep doing what you do and i I respect what he does because he's he's given guys like y'all a chance to to further your playing career so Man, and last but not least, and I, I saved the best for last, Dylan. My man, anything you want to plug or promote? Yeah, man, I got some big news. Um, thought on it a while, prayed on it a while. Um, had 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 a couple offers out of here. Um, I chose to go to Blue Mountain. Um, actually, after this year, one solely because I prayed about it. Um, had a talk with one of my family members. Um, she she, she kind of opened my eyes. It was kind of a, a, an, an answered prayer. 
Um, I felt like it was God talking to me through that um, talk. And then on the flip side, a couple of nights later, um, coach texts me out of, out of nowhere. Hey, man, I'll, I'll bump your offer up to this if you're willing to come here. So I feel like that was just God telling me that that, that this is your opportunity to, to further what you love. And, and I feel like I, I'm going to end up there for a reason and I'm going to have a purpose there and uh, try and ball out. So that's what's up, man. Congratulations, yeah. man. That's that's Appreciate awesome. It. Appreciate it. All right, guys, let's bounce. Let's get out of here. Uh, let's end this thing. Let's take us home. If you guys like hearing average Joe's talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, your comments, ratings, and feedback is always welcome. We're going to see everyone next week. We got episode two of season three coming at you. We got Braden Sanders, Brady Tiger from Lewisburg High School to talk to us about D1 baseball, pro baseball, their season so far, and much more. So this has been the In Off the Bench podcast. As always, remember, strong bodies, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We're out.